Holiday Coffee. I'm Greg Robillard, and this is the podcast to distract you from your Thanksgiving anxiety already. I want All Day Coffee to be timeless and relevant, so I'll say this. There's election trouble in Florida. Look for my book, Dead Fellas, at deadfellasthebook.com. That's D-E-A-D-F-E-L-L-A-S, thebook.com, slash buy. A third of the proceeds go to relief work in Puerto Rico. Episode 3, 23, and me, and me, and me. This podcast is so metal, I'm propping my mic up against a stack of psychology textbooks because I lost my mic stand. Recently, I've been looking into my genealogy. It's something lots of middle-aged men do to somehow establish our ties to history, put ourselves in context, or maybe look back at our ancestors for a favorable comparison. How many cars did you own, 12th century yeoman? Mostly the reason I look into my family history is to play a game I like to call Please God Don't Have Any Ancestors Who Own Slaves. On my dad's side, all the relatives came from Canada and Ireland, then settled in New York after the Civil War, so I think I'm in the clear there. Mom's side is German, so... not great. What I did learn is the same pattern, the same three names over and over, Gregory and Robert and Charles, and then some combination of Robert Gregory or Gregory Robert. My dad was the fourth or fifth Charles in a row. It's like they were coming up with names for Fast and Furious sequels. The Gregier, the the Robertist. When I asked my mom who I was named for, she would say evasively, there was a pope called Gregory the Great. When you're a little kid Catholic and you hear your name first associated with a pope and then the last name, the Great, you don't really think about what she originally said, which was, there was a pope with that name. She left it like that and never said, you were named after this pope, but I logically went there because all little kids are easy to distract and lie to. Plus, being named after a pope is almost as good as being named after a superhero. Gregory the Great is the pope who was elevated after a successful professional wrestling career. My mom didn't want me to know about who I really might have been named after. I was probably named after my uncle Greg, who suffered from alcoholism and may or may not have killed himself. Nobody talks about it. It makes sense she didn't want to bring him up and went into the deep bag of Catholic tricks and went, I know, Saint this guy. My great uncle Greg is another story. He was a doctor in New York City. That by itself isn't all that special. He was a medical examiner in New York City, still not that special. My great uncle Greg was the medical examiner who performed the autopsy on Abe Rellis, a mobster who flipped on Murder, Inc. in the 1940s. Murder, Incorporated was a syndicate of criminals in New York who killed an awful lot of other criminals for money. They had way more cars than your 12th century yeoman. I didn't need any fancy genealogy software to learn that. I googled my own name, my full name, and corroborated that with stories I heard from a second cousin. Rellis was a mob informer and somehow accidentally fell out of a window of a room while he was under police guard. Great Uncle Greg apparently withheld evidence in the autopsy, which concluded that Rellis died of accidental defenestration. I'm so proud. A lot of people ask, have you done 23andMe? I haven't. It seems cool. I'd like to connect with some random second cousins, though that's what I've used Facebook for. That and measured nuanced political debate, of course. It's not that I'm not tempted to use the service, I'm not tempted to know about my genes because I took biology and it's not just about the genes. I could bet that I have genes for alcoholism, anxiety, and being a know-it-all, 
real fun at parties. Having the genes does not mean you're going to express the genes, and we're a long way off from knowing everything about gene expression. It's like this. I have a pair of yellow short shorts in my dresser. Sexy, I know. The shorts are the gene. But what are the odds that I'm going to express that gene and wear my sexy yellow running shorts? Maybe I'm drunk and reminiscing about middle school track. Maybe it's Halloween. Maybe because I'm going for a run? No, it's definitely not that one. The reason I would love to use 23andMe is because I want to spit into a tube, then send that tube into US mail. I don't use 23andMe because why the fuck would I give a company whose entire existence is about making money my DNA? Sure, I was 14 once. I used to be profligate with my DNA samples, but I'm not giving away my DNA now. And I'm certainly not spending money to give some company my DNA. The only people I've given my DNA to are my two sons, and look how that turned out. They're hairy, smelly monsters who say shit all the time. You'd think they invented the word shit, 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 and they're better than me at video games. Sure, I'm paranoid. Think about Facebook, who let our social media data influence the US election and also Brexit and other elections around the world. By the way, the hack couldn't have been that hard. You can look at my profile and see he lives in Portland, Oregon. He likes the Liverpool Football Club, John Coltrane, Wes Anderson movies, and 100 Years of Solitude. Hmm, we're going to crunch the numbers and look at the algorithm and, oh wow, surprise, he voted for Hillary Clinton begrudgingly. But here you're talking about giving up more than your likes, photos, and stupid opinions. You're talking about giving up your DNA. What could go wrong? Have you ever even seen a science fiction movie? You'll have an island off of Costa Rica filled with murderous dinosaur people who love Wes Anderson films and attend a Portuguese language meetup because in this sick version of the future, before they turn you into a killer dinosaur person, of course they've hacked your Facebook. It's too easy not to. What we've learned from science fiction is that you add science and technology and profit, everything goes wrong. Except for Elon Musk, whom convinces Iron Man, which is why he fucks up on Twitter all the time. Dude's been busy saving us from aliens, artificial intelligence, and government regulation. Just a, a brief side note on Elon. Tweeting out of control and getting fired about it is the most Tony Stark thing a single person has ever done. Now Elon's got more free time and he can settle down and build that suit. I, I've read this before. Also, 23andMe doesn't really work. It connects you to people who have the greatest occurrence of your genes now to figure out your heritage. That's not a terrible method and it works a lot of the time. But if you're a white person who lives in England and you do 23andMe, your results will say that you're probably from the United States because all the people with genes that look like yours live there. That's gotta sting, Britain. Maybe these DNA companies are safe and good and all that is pure in corporate America, sure. But we know it doesn't really work and that at some point they're going to pivot because they aren't making enough money reuniting long lost second cousins because let's face it, who really needs more family? Before you know it, you're going to get a change of end user license agreement from 23andMe and you aren't going to read it because we never do. And in the fine print on the 10th page, it will clearly state, uh, we're totally into cloning now. Thanks for listening. All Day Coffee was written and produced by me, Greg Robillard, edited by all the negative voices in my head. Music by Matt Dundas. Remember to check out deadfellowsthebook.com, buy it on Amazon, help rebuild Puerto Rico. You can have your ears back.